When last we met on the last episode, we read with a finger of God inscribed on stone tablets, Thou shalt not kill. We discovered God was more specific than forbidding us to smite a fly. We even discovered God made provision for us to defend ourselves, even at the cost of another human life, if that was the last resort. But thankfully, most of us will never do battle with the intentional, hateful decision to murder another person and thank God for it. Most of us will never face the dilemma of having to take another human life to save our own and thank God for that. But all of us, from sea to shining sea and on every continent, all of us daily fight a war of words. Whoever wrote sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, lied to us. They must have never been hit with words. Words leave wounds. None of us get out of this alive and none of us get out of this life unscathed. If you've ever been a kindergartner, you know how creatively cruel other kindergartners can be with just their words. And we don't give that up when we grow up. Sadly, we still wield our words like weapons to wound people who wound us or to wound people before they have a chance to wound us. We battle with what we should say, what we should type, what we should text. But we have a choice. Why Solomon said life and death are in the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18, verse 21. We can heal or hurt with our words. Whether we heal or hurt is a matter of our heart. If our heart is right, our words will be right. They can be the most powerful tools to build up others. They can also be the most lethal weapons to kill others. Hey, good day to you, Simplified listeners. You're listening to LJ Harry, and you're listening to Be Careful Little Words, What You Say on Simplify. We're not the first to step onto this battlefield. First century disciples of Jesus fought here too. Jesus condemned a weapon word we don't say in our day, raka. And he condemned another word we do say in our day, fool. How could two words be so weighty? Raka literally means worthless, good for nothing, of no value. But we know we can't say that about another person. We know that's not true. We are all created in the image of God, the richest and the poorest. God knit us together with his own hands. He breathed his spirit into us and made us alive. If we call another person worthless, we're saying the people God created, the people who are created in his image for his glory, the people for whom he lived and died, have no value. Little wonder someone with little value for human life would take human life. During the pandemic, a very real fear gripped much of the world. In addition to the fear of the virus, people were afraid to say anything that might get them canceled. That was a twist on that word I'd never heard or thought before. I didn't know you could cancel a person. I'd canceled subscriptions. I'd canceled a tennis match when the sky opened up and rained down buckets, but I'd never canceled a person. And that cancel culture became a very real culture in our day. Critics and cynics in an unbelievably small yet unimaginably loud and angry segment of our world threatened to cancel anybody who didn't ask how high when they were told to jump. But cancel somebody? Cancel their show because of ratings. I understand that. Cancel a business because of sales. I get it. But they weren't threatening just to cancel something. They threatened to cancel someone. In fact, they threatened to cancel many someones. And every one of those someones was created in the image of God for the glory of God. That was our society's way of saying raka to people in our world they disagreed with. But Jesus warned us against raka. 
Jesus warned us against cancel culture 2,000 years ago. People can wound us with their words and try to boycott us, but no person can truly cancel another person because people are not shows or subscriptions. People are created in the image of God. But lest we be tempted to threaten the same, hear the weighty words of Jesus calling us to see value in everyone around us. Nobody is worthless. Nobody has no value. We don't have the right to say raka or to call anybody worthless. We don't have the right to cancel or even threaten to cancel anybody. Everybody, no matter where we're from, what we can do, what we cannot do, who our parents are or aren't, every one of us have value simply because we were created in the image of God and for the glory of God. But Jesus warned against another word, fool. Some scholars suggest that word was far weightier for them than for us. Calling someone was a fool was calling them a rebel against God, someone destined for hell. They were passing a sentence they were not qualified to pass. Jesus warned if we were brazen enough to put on the black robe and sit at the bench to pass judgment on others, we would be the first one judged. And we would receive the same sentence we were all so glad to dole out. So how do we stay alive when we're surrounded by the volley of verbal gunfire? Who knew something so sweet as a tweet? could be so deadly. We do what the Apostle Paul said to do. We say nothing corrupt, foul, or abusive. Ephesians 4 verse 29. That is forever more easy for you not to say. But boy, it is so hard not to say it. We don't fight verbal fire with verbal fire. Sometimes it's best to fight verbal fire with silence. Everybody won't always treat you right. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. Not your friends, not your family sometimes not even your church family. Surely your enemies aren't going to give you glowing reviews, but no matter how others treat us, we have no right to fight their fire with our own, not behind their back, not face-to-face, and surely not on Facebook. There's not a fire extinguisher in the world big enough to put out some fires that have been started just with words typed on Facebook. When you're hurt by somebody, by what they did or what they said, take your hurt to Jesus. Tell him all about it. Take your hurt to your pastor. Tell your pastor all about it. But don't rush onto the battlefield to hurt somebody else and your own testimony by telling the world all about it. And don't fan the flames of somebody else's wildfire by liking or favoriting or sharing or retweeting their post. Our granny was wise, and she was right. If we don't have anything nice to say, it's best we just don't say anything at all. But since Granny lived before social media and texting, let's amend her sage saying to don't say, type, text, like, favorite, retweet, click on the heart emoji, anything at all. But the good news is we do have something good to say. We have the gospel. We have the good news. We could speak. In fact, we should speak until we have no more voice to speak or no more fingers to type of the goodness of God and the beauty of his church, his church he purchased with his own blood. Then we should say it, type it, text it, tell the world. Our world needs a lot more Jesus and a lot more of us, his followers, sharing a lot more of his love along the way. It is all part and parcel of the sixth word, thou shalt not murder, not with our hands, not in our heart, and certainly not with our words. This is going to be a tough prayer to pray. I want us to pray that God would help us to say only that which edifies and builds up, only that which edifies others to build them up and glorifies God, to point people to him 
and anything else that God would give us his spirit and his power not to say it, no matter how bad we want to. Lord Jesus, today we come to you thankful, so very thankful that you have given us your spirit, so very thankful you've helped us to win this war on words. I pray, help all of us, Lord, to say only that which edifies, only that which builds up, only that which blesses others and glorifies you. I ask you, Lord Jesus, help us to share the gospel with everybody we can, to minister to others, to preach it as loud as we can, to type it as much as we can, to let others hear the good news, the good news of what you're doing in our lives now, the good news of what you have done for us back on Calvary in the empty tomb. All of that, Lord, help us to share it with the world. Help us, Jesus, not to put down, tear down, not to kill, not to destroy with our words, but only to build up and edify and glorify you. God, we need your help to do that. Our willpower is not nearly powerful enough. We need your strength and spirit to help us to do that. And we will give you the praise and thanks for helping us to fight and win this war on words in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Simplify listeners. Be sure to like, follow, share, notify your friends. Let them know about Simplify. If this episode's been a blessing to you, awesome. I want to hear it. When I travel, have the privilege to get to travel around and hear people and they tell me that they're listening to Simplify and all that. I'd love to hear from you, the listeners. We're almost at 150,000 downloads. We're just less than 600 downloads away from hitting 150,000. And I'm so happy that you're part of the Simplify listening audience. Please let me hear from you. You can find me on Facebook. I'm very simple to find, LJ Harry on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter, LJ and Andrea. L-J-A-N-D-A-N-D-R-E-A. I'd love to know over this last 200 plus episodes, your favorite episode, or just tell me a story about something that ministered to you right when you needed to hear it. And I will, and I pray you will give glory to God for that. I want to give a shout out to my brand new friends from Colorado. I'm here for the weekend for their hyphen rally, which are their young adults, and then getting the privilege to preach in Loveland. Today, Lord willing, I'm going to get to see Estes Park and get to see the creation of God, the mountains that he's molded out. So I'm super excited about that. But kudos to all of you Colorado folk, and thank you for being so kind to me and having me here in colorful Colorado. Thanks so much. Next week, we continue our walk through these Ten Commandments, and we're going to hear an episode entitled Holy Matrimony. That's all about being faithful to our vows to our spouse. Looking forward to sharing that with you next week, and always, Look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.